So should we just say, I was going to actually look at intros, but I feel like maybe we just start by saying hi. And then... Yeah, let's keep it organic. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Set, <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm really glad that you asked me to do this podcast with you. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that it was like something on your mind and it just sort of all came together all at once. I know. It's going to be great. Do you want to tell our listeners what we will be sharing with them? Yes. Okay. So, hi, invisible listeners that we may never get. <laughs> um, <laughs> my name is Kayla, and this is my best friend and cousin slash honorary sister for life, Elizabeth. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so... We have this theme that we had been finding ourselves talking about a lot, and it was sort of like a recurring topic for both of us in our lives um, as, you know, young 30-somethings kind of embarking on a new chapter in life, Um, and that is that we were really desperately seeking some good rules, right? Is that how you would put it? (laughs) Yeah, well, I think that we found ourselves seeking them and then building rules for ourselves um, subconsciously. And then we both realized that we were doing it. Yeah, like it always sticks out to me last fall, you were talking about how we had been, we both got really into Shalane Flanagan and Elise Kopecky's cookbooks because we both love running, we love good nutrition, we're really into all that. Yeah. and we love cooking and eating. Yeah. <laughs> so so everything that, about them. <laughs> that book just marries all of that. Exactly. So, so I just, it, I, I remember it, it was so impressive to me and stuck out to me how you were like, I realized, you know, you've got this busy career and this super busy life right now. And you were just like, I want to eat really healthy. And I just, I have to carve out every Sunday afternoon I don't go places. I avoid being busy so that I can meal prep for the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I realized I can't just let it happen. I have to hold myself accountable and have rules and, you know, do that. So, But it was just such a magical idea to me that you're, like, in your gorgeous Ohio kitchen (laughs) with your, you know, it's, like, cold outside and you've got, like, two chilies on the stove and a salad that you're chopping up and muffins and you really like you were doing it all and it was just such a like it it ended up it, I mean it sounds like I think most of us would hear that be like oh you have to meal prep every Sunday it sounds like such a dreadful thing but it honestly when you talked about it it sounded like kind of a form of self-care oh yeah I love it because I always drink wine <laughs> and I, I like I'll listen to podcasts or I'll listen to audiobooks or something and I just I have to enjoy it that's my other thing if I'm not enjoying it I won't do it because it is also yeah. a labor of love for me and my husband so that we're eating well together and if it becomes yeah. something that's not that then I have to take a break because then I'll just you know really not look forward to it yeah <laughs> so it's yeah. the opposite of what I wanted I'm trying to think of like the first rule that I always thought that you would do and you're going to hate it because the jeans one exactly you're going to hate it (laughs) because you don't admit that you told me this but when we were in college 
Kayla told me that you always need to have one amazing pair of jeans that you know you look incredible in. And she's like, it's okay to spend extra money on it. Just so you have that perfect pair of jeans that you will always know you look great in. And I, I was like, so full of shit. I've lived I my life my off of that. At, like Goodwill or like the Gap outlet. <laughs> I put on a pair of jeans once and they were $300. And I was like, well, Kayla said... <laughs> <laughs> but they ended up being awful and I wore them once. That's probably the worst purchase I've ever made. <laughs> uh, so my rule let you down. <laughs> Your rule let me down. But it's because I didn't listen to it. Well, and I probably was like just picking it out of some stupid magazine, but <laughs> I don't know. Although it is, I mean, I, that I guess was kind of a precursor to like years later, I got really into the whole concept of minimalism and I still want to build a capsule wardrobe (laughs) i'm not disciplined enough to like resist the sales i know like that's my issue i know i just got hit by banana republic factory like they came at me out of nowhere i was not ready for this email (laughs) i'm sitting here i'm like "Mm, i'm just gonna check my personal email on the right of the day middle of the day banana republic factory first of all that's really enticing right second of all all of these sales. And last year I told myself, I didn't listen to myself. I said, I never need to buy another sweater. What did I do? I went out and I bought four sweaters. <laughs> well, the one that you showed me today looked gorgeous. Well, thank you. But it was also anti-minimalism, anti-capsule <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> I know. I know. So, so what we need everyone to understand starting off this podcast that we have dubbed new rules um, is just that, yeah, like, we definitely break the rules and we definitely come upon rules often by realizing how, how badly it can go. Yes. We don't pay attention to them, right? It's <laughs> mostly because of blunders that we need to put rules in place. So Yes. And I feel like I know that that's going to continue, but I feel like both of us are very optimistic that, you know, we're going to figure it out someday. Yeah. We're moving towards it. And if we share our rules with each other, then they're going to help us out and help get us there quicker, which is well, different than tell- than, what's- than telling people what to do. That's the big yeah. difference. Yes. And I, that is a very genuine, like, I always am excited to hear your latest thing. You're like, I have this new rule, and this is, like, the life-changing rule that I have found. Um because I do feel like that happens a lot in our friendship. Yeah. And um, and it just, it encompasses like all areas of life. And I just, don't you feel like right now, I mean, I, I just feel like everywhere I look, there are all the, people are just desperate for rules of like how many glasses of water to drink a day, um, how many hours of sleep to get, how yeah. many hours you should not be on your phone before you're ready to go to sleep in order to sleep well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's getting very specific. It is. It's like rules that are being governed by metrics and our whole lives are being governed by metrics, but not by social yes. rules at all. Only by metrics. Yes. yes. I was thinking about that actually. Cause, um, I was watched. So I feel like the French make fun of us for that. For having all these <laughs> metrics, like our steps and our exercise and our water. And, yeah. And like, they're like very, Oh, it's all intuitive. Like you stupid Americans. <laughs> but then I watched that horrible, horrible, embarrassing show on Netflix, the Emily in Paris. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of it. Oh my gosh. You need to watch it. I literally watched it like in one weekend this past weekend. Um, <laughs> 
and it is so embarrassing like it is so cringe the opening scene was lily collins the actress is like running in chicago and she finishes her perfect five miles <laughs> but she finishes it next to like the river or whatever or the lake wherever i don't know chicago geography very well i know the body of water yeah, i think it's a, it's a lake it's a lake Everyone, we don't know geography. That's fine. We were homeschooled. <laughs> we were. Homeschooled. I don't think sure if you're ready to tell people that. I don't know. Maybe we'll cut that. It's fine. No, 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 no. We're leaving. We're, we're not going to cut this one up. We got to leave it. Okay. So yeah, she finishes like in the middle, like right in front of it. And I'm like, uh, no runner ever does that. And also, it was just so cliche that it starts with her run, and then she's told she's going to Paris, mm-hmm. and then like she's living. I mean. It's every basic white girl's fantasy, this show. Like, they took every single fantasy and just, like, jammed it in. Um, But, yeah, the funny thing is, like, the French, throughout the show, they're, like, I always think of the French as being the exception to our rules. Like, we're like, oh, you should avoid dairy. The French. Except for them. (laughs) And butter. And croissant. And And pasta. Or bread. And bread. And wine. Right. And cigarettes. Yeah, and they love it. They love knowing that. But then it's interesting, too, when someone actually lives in their culture, not that this show is a reflection, true reflection of French culture, because I don't think it is. But it did, like, my sister, you know, Z, who lived in France for two years, like, they do actually have a lot of societal rules and cultural rules. Like, a lot. Like, like they like screamed at her some like any any time she was running around in public and like eating a granola bar or something, she would get yelled at by strangers. That's so called, interesting. Like, that pig, like, <laughs> which which she's doing? not, by the way, for the listeners, she's a right. gorgeous, tall, slender runner who right, would right. never and be called fat. So they, that's she not... just said they're so judgmental about like they have so many societal and cultural rules. And if you break them, it's, and they do see that as like protecting you from like, I don't know, like just falling into being like this awful version of yourselves, like this sluggish, mm-hmm. bloated, behind, like miserable, you know, and even their non-rules are rules. Like, oh, Americans work too hard. The French take off a month of vacation, but that's like their rule. Right. Why wouldn't, yeah. why would you stress yourself out? Why would you not prioritize this? Right. Like, right. Right. And so it's like, it's not an absence of rules, even the French who are like these ultimate rebels and they're always focused on sensual pleasure. So like you said, like if something's not serving you, like they would never be like, you need to eat the healthy thing that you don't enjoy. They'd be like, oh, fuck that like right you need to enjoy life <laughs> right life is too short see us love you exactly so like i think it's interesting that when you really break down what's going on in their culture it's actually just a different focus but it's yeah like you said it's not governed by metrics mm-hmm. but it is very um it is actually very strict like they do have very strict rules for themselves they're just a little bit different than like germans or americans yeah so i was gonna say maybe maybe why we find ourselves looking for rules is because um america is still pretty young right maybe that's part of it maybe it's because we don't have this centuries 
well, more than 200, I guess, <laughs> in great kind of, well, we're, culture. We're kind of a hodgepodge of culture, right. right? We're not like, we're still figuring out what our own culture is. Exactly. And our family, like our families move around a lot more, you know? Yeah. So your, your family becomes whoever you're surrounded by. So you're not going to have that fully ingrained forever culture. And that's a generalization, obviously. A lot of people... Um, you know, a lot of people are not like that, but I wonder if that's why we found ourselves looking for it because we, our own family situations where like you're in North Carolina, I'm in Ohio, Mm -hmm. your parents are in South Carolina, mine are in Denver, (laughs) like all of our five, each brothers and sisters are scattered all around the United States. So, so we found ourselves needing to establish our own rules because nobody else was holding us accountable. And it kind of helps, like, it does help build your identity of, like, like even kind of unpacking why you wanted to be meal prepping on the weekend. It's, like, your identity is, I eat very healthy and I love my food. Right. Yep, exactly. And, and I love to spend time cooking nourishing meals for my husband and myself. Like, that's, you know, that's, like, building up that identity. I, and I also feel like, yeah, the older we get, both of us quote our grandmother so much more. I know. <laughs> Without realizing. <laughs> yeah. So for our <laughs> two listeners that we might have someday, <laughs> um, we have a German grandmother and she, is she the first generation that was brought up? Were her parents immigrants to the United States or were they the children of immigrants? I think that she was first generation I always thought that too. Because it because great grandma, um, like she got married when she was fourteen. Whoa. And I think that she had like come over with her parents. And our great grandpa said that the first time he fell in love with her, she was riding down the road on a donkey smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot. At like 14. Story. Yeah, oh so I God. definitely think that our grandma is like the first full generation, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so she's very German and was like a German farmer, like daughter, you mm-hmm. know. So they had this just very like earthy, very like strict um, kind of, yeah, like very, like Grammy just, she has so many rules for herself. But she, like, delights in them. And I feel like she makes them up constantly. Like, um, what was that one? Okay, so the the one for eating. What would she say about the the mints? Oh, yeah. So she would always have a mint when she was done because it helped her know that she was done and she was ready to digest. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, it stops the eating process. Yes, it stops (laughs) the eating process. I like how you gave our German grandma an English accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does definitely have an accident. That was an accident. But, yeah, so she she would be like, it stops the eating process. Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> Much and better. Then, and so, like, okay, so we so we actually have an experience of how, you know, you got to respect the rules. You can't just, like, you can't just. You can't just um, what's the word when you when you uh, depend on you, them like, too much. Stand up. Oh, no, oh, riff. Kind of, like, something. Yes, you can't riff yeah. rules like <laughs> that you don't know anything about. <laughs> yes, <Right>? yes, because <laughs> things can happen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Keila and I, when we were. Um, high schoolers dealing with what all high school girls deal with, which includes, um, 
you know, just a little bit oh of gosh, body I image so stuff, right? <laughs> so, no, you're not fat. No, you're, not so fat. Skinny. you're skinny. No, you're skinny. Look at my butt talk to you. <laughs> We're not ready for that. Let's cut that. <laughs> We'll, we'll bring that in someday. Someday. <laughs> no, it's not going out. We're not coming. <laughs> so, so, so our Grammy tells us that if you have a mint, like in our mind, the way that we heard it is you'll want to stop eating and it'll... It would be magic. Exactly. Magic and you'll happen. be done and there you go so Kayla and I would have a mint like our grandma would give us one and then we would keep sneaking back and taking them and like constantly eating these mints until we got sick and then well part of it too is she had her nice chocolate that she'd order from like King Arthur <laughs> or whatever and it'd be right there and so we'd like sneak a little handful of chocolate chips and have it with the mint, and that definitely ruined <laughs> the whole concept of the mint. Right, because the mint was supposed to digest the chocolate. So if we had them together, then yes. nothing would happen. <laughs> but that we spent a couple of nights feeling really sick. <laughs> was... Yeah, like I just remember, I do remember there were a couple of Thanksgivings there that I like probably, I definitely had like a a Thanksgiving baby belly. Oh, yeah. um, every time I was so I was so bloated. Oh yeah, because <laughs> we ate so much, just so much good food. I know. That's when I was really happy that your dad was all about the hikes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <sighs> the hikes. Yeah, that was his little rule: is he could eat whatever he wanted, and then he'd go hike it off the next day. Or you go on a thirty-mile bike ride now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other way. Yeah, I've never done. I had never ever done Black Friday shopping because my dad. I, like, didn't know it existed until, like, college, I think. I didn't until after I graduated. It was only after I graduated that we, like, me and my roommate got up once at 3 a.m. and went and did Black Friday shopping, and it was miserable. Yeah, I've never been, I've always been underwhelmed. Like, it's never been impressive deals to me. You know why? Because the other rule that we both abide by is only buy things on sale. <laughs> Yeah, we do get really good sales throughout the year. Yeah. I will say that. So if that's our rule, then seeing Black Friday, oh, well, you know what? It's not as good yeah. of a sale set found elsewhere. So Yeah, maybe it's like a really good sale if you never shop ever. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm 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 agreeing with you. The the sales are getting so aggressive. Like, I can, every time I go on Instagram right now, Liz, okay, so this is my little mini rule within this episode that I'm trying to live by, is when you're trying to budget and save your money, don't go on Instagram. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because I'll be, I'll go on Instagram for something specific, like, oh, I want to see that workout I saved, or I want to see that recipe someone posted. Like, literally, this is my thought process. Five minutes, ten minutes later, I just find myself on some random ass website that I clicked from on the Insta ads. I'm about to buy some mascara that I don't even need. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so crazy. And I, I think it's like the sale gets like the sales seem, I, I swear they're like, they're targeted. I, I, it might be. I, I think, no, I honestly think that Instagram can hear what you're saying because oh, I've yeah. been in situations before, you know, like the, um, the, the extra hydrating stuff. That you can yeah, get at Costco. Or, or, oh, oh, like I 
liquid IV. Liquid I was at a bachelorette party and we're all sitting around and our phones are on the counter and we start talking about liquid IV and then like none of us had had it ever. And sure enough, next time we get on our phones, we all have Instagram ads for liquid IV. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I think I was just going to say that right now, I think the sales are crazy. And I think there must be a lot of companies hurting. Oh, um, yeah. Financially, because they I feel like I've never seen things so deeply discounted and like so often. Yeah. Um, And then too, like when you're trying to resist buying something, but you're like, well, I technically can afford it. And I'm just supporting the economy. Right. (laughs) This is an economy boost. basically an act of this is actually <laughs> what trickle down economics stands for 100 <laughs> but then it's just like we get all this junk right yeah yeah well then yeah we have things that we're just like okay i didn't really need that or these shoes aren't exactly the right size yep. or like yeah these jeans give me a love handle like it's yeah yeah but you're like but i can always no if you say i can always then return that shit <laughs> yeah 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 no that's a that's a very good rule see people this is why we need this podcast because like when we talk we just help you we just I'm like getting so much I always get so much like oh that's a great way to look at that I do that's too a great idea from you so like you know it's really encouraging and I really you know everyone dreads getting older I think every woman dreads like I just all of I look around me especially oh my gosh especially Instagram there's like all the eyelash extensions and Botox oh, yeah. and like a bajillion skin products like people just you know hair extensions I just feel like women are fighting age yeah like so hard and not that there's anything wrong with like indulging or, or feeling beautiful or doing whatever like little thing helps you appreciate yourself but I I do feel like I want to really thrive as I get older. Like, I don't want this next decade to be like trying to look like somebody else. Yeah. Or just, or try, or like not intentionally. Like, I don't want it to fly by and I'll wake up and I'm 42 instead of 32. And I'm just like, well, dang it. Like, I felt so old, but I was still so young. And what did I do with that time? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's perfect to live intentionally. I think you could build your entire life around that, right? Because with rules, you're making intention in your life. You're saying, I will do this. I will not do this. I will cut this out. I will make this decision. There's there's good reason behind it. Exactly. Exactly. And you're, you're making decisions about your life and how you want to rule it and you, or how you want to live it and not just float on through and see where it lands you. And just like make it a decision in the moment when you're like, yeah, like you, you need to have a decision of like a rule of how many drinks I can let myself have because I know how I'm going to feel in the morning or how yeah. many days a week I can drink. You know, like yeah. I'm still trying to figure I that know. One out. Just being honest. I'm saying <laughs> yes because I've gotten a couple too many hangovers during core. Core. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I was like, uh... like I can't sleep well afterwards, and I just feel sluggish and gross. Yeah. Are you drinking but, wine yeah. right now? No, I I forgot. Are you? I am because <laughs> I should have brought my wine. It's just We're, it's yeah. just one other day that I can't drink this week. It's fine. Well, okay, this is great because if we do our podcast on like Monday or Tuesday nights, I can say that I can only drink on the weekends and our podcast night. <laughs> That's a great rule. I would love to do that. Yeah, I'll do let's, the same thing. This is perfect. <laughs> See, I needed okay. this. Great. 
Um, so, okay. So just, yeah, like, I think this podcast, I loved what you said. We want it to, we don't ever want it to make people think that we're preaching at people because we're really not. No. This is genuinely, we are seeking the way to live our best lives and be our best version of ourselves and really enjoy and embrace our thirties and our forties and just like, yeah, like be in the best place possible for that. Whether that finds us the next, like neither of us know if we're going to be pregnant in the next 10 years, if we're going to be, you know, running marathons, if we're going to be injured and not able to run at all. If we, you know, like there's a lot ahead of us that, you know, we don't know, like with career and fitness and our bodies and everything else. Um, Yeah. So I just, I love, I love having this that we can just kind of share along the way, like, especially through funny stories about things that did not pan out well. (laughs) That's the thing. I think rules, I think rules give you freedom. And this is my favorite quote from Einstein, which I just read in a book. So I'm completely going to misquote it. But the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And that's why you come up with rules because you realize, oh, every time I do this, this does not turn out well. So this is really just us trying to keep away from insanity as well. There you have it. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. All right. Well, thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. Let's do this next week. Sounds great. Bye, Kayla. All right.